Hello, divine, beautiful souls. This is Energy Speaks Podcast. I'm your host, Catriel. We have a beautiful divine being in front of me as our guest. Her name is Penny Payne, or previously known as Penny Payne. Please enlighten us. Yes, I would like <laughs> to introduce myself as my present self, Prana Luna, and I am the cosmic dancer water healer. Ooh. Yes, that is my latest new vision of myself, which I have become through my meditation. That sounds enchanting. Yes. <laughs> so please tell us a little bit about yourself and the waters you glide through. Mm. <laughs> I am a very watery being. I'm swimming my way through life and following the river stream. And I guess I'll start with my very early memories. As a child, I used to have this episode that would occur as I was going to sleep. Mm -hmm. I would get this sensation that would come through my nose that was like cold metal, like a rocket ship going up through my nose. And then it would explode into my head and I would be out in space without a body. And I would hear the sounds of stars going by and feel the currents of the astral solar winds or whatever. And I met beings out there. And it became, I knew I was home out there. And then it started to happen in the daytime while I was in school. And all of a sudden, I get that sensation, that cold, metallic smell, feel. And everything around me and the outside world would slow down. People would be moving like this. She's a whale. And I would be <laughs> vibrating at a very high frequency. Whoa. So, or a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> So I realized that um, I had uh, a very long life that was not just about this world here and this planet and the way things look like. And it somehow made me comfortable to explore. I knew that my soul was telling me to go for it mm -hmm. rather than be conservative or fearful and trying to be careful. Mm -hmm. I was a risk taker because I felt supported and I felt that this was all about taking a big mission, going for it, seeing what life could offer, and um, trusting. Wow. So that's what I did. I became a bit of a gypsy spirit. I mean, I made it through high school and college um, as a theater major, and then I started traveling. I moved to Europe and traveled all around doing busking in front of cafes, little theater pieces that I would make up or sing a song or do a comedy thing and pass the hat, get money to get on the train to go to the next place and travel with different people, not always the same people. Um, so there was that whole life in Europe that turned into professional acting, music, and <clears throat> dancing. And then the whole thing fell apart. Oh, whoa. And I left Europe to move to Mexico. I went there on vacation to visit some friends and uh, returned after the second year, and everything fell into place for me. Oh, wow. I had also been a massage therapist already, so I met this woman who had to leave Mexico, and she had a car, a massage table, a 
concession at a hotel, and she just handed it over to me for a dime. For a dime? Well, practically a dime. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, that's very she specific. had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had this fabulous life in Mexico, um, working through the hotels and then eventually meeting my husband-to-be, and we moved out into the remote area on the Sea of Cortez and built a home together that was off the grid, solar-powered, wind generator, every morning waking up to seeing the whales jumping in the ocean in front of us or the sun rising or the full moon rising. And I knew there was whales. Stars, yes. <laughs> <laughs> stars you would not believe. And spaceships, yes. Whoa. I definitely saw some unidentified flying objects out there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And this is where in Mexico? Baja, Mexico. Oh, wow. South of California. Wow. Yeah, this is breaking up and shifting from side to side, so I hope that it's working out on the... Uh, podcast I, sounds it, okay to you it sounds okay to me well that's good i <laughs> love looking at you across the way here <laughs> seeing Thank your you. laughing face <laughs> you're just such a delight <laughs> you are like I, so it's so cool um when i get to have um guests on my show and i don't know much about them yes because you know it's revealed at that point like their whole life story or at least you know a snapshot of it and uh, wow, you've you got so much like and I just know you from, you know, like pretty much meditations and the sunship and and it's it's only a, a little tiny bit of what, you know, it makes a part of you, you know? Yes, yes. It's wow. been an amazing journey and the really hard times, the disastrous falling apart. You know, risk uh, losing people, having bad health issues, car accidents, losing my home, and many, many hardships have been like gifts in the end. And that's really my philosophy is that when something happens to you, I love to look at what is the lesson to be given here? What is the gift of this horrible thing that's happened? It's, it's horrible. It's breaking me apart. My heart is broken open. But where is the gift? What do I get to see that I didn't see before? And what is my part in this? Why, what is it in me that brought this experience to me? Mm. And therefore, I don't fall into feeling like a victim. And I don't, my heart doesn't scar over. Like when your heart's broken open, you get to choose. I'm going to stay open. I'm going to feel the compassion. I'm going to take the risk to just love more. Or you can close off and let your heart scar and get smaller and through the pain and feel like a victim. And it seems to me that those are the choices you can make. So by just looking at every opportunity, everything that happens as a gift really, really helps you move and evolve further. That is some very amazing wise words, you know? Words of wisdom here. Like, uh, you have such an elder um, presence mm -hmm. in our community, and I thank you. Um, it's just the 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 elder of the water. <laughs> How water I, healer? Yes. Okay, please tell tell me more about okay your about the water. With water. Oh my God! Well, I'm also I love studying physics and science and you know religion and spirituality and and knowing that our embryonic fluid that we are born into is just one molecule different from sea salt water. It's from seawater. 
Wow. That we, everything is about the seawater. We are born into it. We have it in our body. It's, it's in everything in this life on the earth. And um, so we need to honor it. We have to recognize that water is what we should cherish and love and show gratitude at all times. And, and I like to visualize it as pristine and primordial, running free down mountains over minerals, picking up gold and silver as it moves and picking up roots of pieces of the earth and air and being so potent like the most potent element that we are in. And we have the, it's right within us. We can always turn into it and feel it. And if you've ever seen the movie that's out now on Netflix called The Secret of Water, it's a beautiful movie. Um, It has uh, Masura Emoto as a Japanese photographer that's famous for um, taking photographs. He freezes water. Yes, him, yes. Yes, and then he shows the photographs of the crystalline formations that the water makes in different Mm -hmm. modes. So he did experiments like he has some water with a group of people standing around and they're all holding hands and resonant and loving each other and just in really open-hearted conditions. He takes a picture of the frozen water and it's this most beautiful snowflake crystalline formation, absolutely symmetrically perfect. Wow. Then he puts the water in the group of people that are arguing and mad at each other and yelling through each other. And the water frozen is chaotic, broken shards, not symmetrical. Wow. So water is that influenceable, that sensitive. So we can, at any moment, help influence the health of the water with our thoughts, Absolutely. with our emotions, with our love. So I've been putting that out on my Facebook page with pictures of water and asking everybody to join in and help by taking whatever time they can think of it when they take a drink of water, just to take a moment and really feel the love gratitude and beauty of water and i feel like in that way we really can help it gives us some power with the water you know it's funny um back in 2018 when i went to soul school um at solterra um i was with uh sammy and she always did this amazing thing she would take up, um, sometimes it was water, sometimes it was coffee, whatever that was, sometimes tea. She would hold it up, deep breath in, and then she would, oh, into the water or liquid. And oh my gosh, I will tell you, especially when she would, you know, give me coffee or whatever, and I would drink that, I could feel the energy of love mm. just resonating through my entire being. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. It's so real. I love Samantha Gray. That's who you're speaking yes, of. Yeah, yes. She's just a precious, beautiful being. And I've had the pleasure of working with her. We had um, healing circles at my house and on Indian Rocks Beach, her with her bowls and toning together. And, you know, just, she's just precious she's an angel yes, sent from above is. She, <laughs> is. she really is i just love her she, she samantha did. we're thinking of you yes i hope you feel this yeah, sure <laughs> <she will. laughs> it was so funny um she came over to um assist my mom you know with uh some energy stuff and my mom i've never seen my mom go out like 
she was just in such a peaceful, blissful state. And then she asked me, like, right after, she's like, when, when she was, did she do those sounds? Was, did she have a singing bowl? And I said, that was, that was her. That was just her toning. And she's like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the angels have arrived. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, beautiful. I'm sure she'll be on the show soon. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But um, with water, you know, um, something that blew my mind away, like it, I was tuning into this and then I saw the movie Frozen, which I thought was <laughs> absolutely hilarious because it confirmed something for me. And of course, it was in a child's movie. Why not? Heart of a child. You know, there's memory. Yes. In water. Yes. And, and, and also when we stand near bodies of water, we can connect with other beings. Mm -hmm. Like even, you know, someone who's across the world or, you know, wherever. And it's like a, a way of communication through certain vibrations. Yes. In, in Egypt, I just recently saw a documentary that talked about not just the pyramids, but there's these obelisks in an area around some of the <clears throat> pyramid, uh, tall, thin um, tower structure that has, is it four sides or five sides? I forget. It's just a tall, pointed huh. object, very tall. And they discovered that in those, underneath those, there were like channels that went back to the pyramids that were filled with water. And they found copper in the center of these. So they were like big tuning um, lightning rods or whatever you want to call it. They would take the cosmic energy, the copper, and then put it through the water. And possibly that was how they powered whatever, their spaceships or something in the pyramids that, yeah, so. That's why. I don't know. And water is so conducive. And I believe that the stars and the cosmos are always sending the photons of information from the quantum field into the water. So there's so much information to be received still beyond all the evolution of our own world right here. So yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. It just, it, it kind of remind me we're in, in Judaism. So I'm Jewish. Um, <laughs> uh, for the listeners at home. Um, when we we just started up uh, the creation story again, so we're we're back in Genesis, mm. rereading the whole um, Torah, and and what's coming up is like this painting of a picture of all the stars in the sky near the sand, and the mm. sand is crystal. Yes. And so the same amount of sand there is, the same amount of stars. And that is the same amount of souls that exist. Mm. Blows my mind. Mm. So it's like as above, as below, and in between. Yes. I love that. Oh. I love it. The Holy Trinity, perhaps, <laughs> in a way, you know. What is that ancient Jewish book, the earliest, earliest book where um, it talks about God is within? It's called. Um, I heard about it in a Greg Braden, uh, Bradenton, Bradenton, Braden, Greg Braden documentary on Gaia. Um, so I'm not going to be able to remember the name, so I better not try to follow the story. But anyway, <laughs> hey, the, 
Never mind. If you remember or if you can send me something, that would be amazing. Yeah. I, like, I would love to look deeper into to that. Like, I'm seeing pathways, you know? Like, It's, a, it's <laughs> an amazing um, uh, high science uh, Judaism. Are you I mean, talking about the uh, Zohar in regards to the Kabbalah? Yes. Okay, because that's what I was tuning into and it's I was It's like wondering. symbolic language. It's not... It's not um, modern language yet um so are you talking like symbols yeah oh i'm not really sure then because mm. the zohar was um like all about kabbalah and and that's like um jewish mysticism yes and so that wasn't written down until like i don't know um i'm really bad with dates but i think it was like 1200s um but you know, there's there's a lot of things were just specifically written down during that time. But I feel like you're referencing something even earlier. It's sort of like an early alphabet. Oh, and the Paleo Hebrew. That's not what it was called in this. I'll have to get back to you about yeah. that. I don't want to say anything that's not yeah. correct, but Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I wow, like there's just so much you know what I've noticed in regards to the cancer energy, your cancer sign, yes. right? Is how um how there is a connection with water and lineages and history and the ancient mm -hmm. mysteries. <laughs> and it's so fascinating because I have a cancer moon. And, ah. and so like I have that, like, except I tune in emotionally Perfect. going oh. through all of that, like going into past lives. Mm -hmm. And I, it's so interesting to even feel into my lineage. Yes. Oh, have you ever had like experience with that? I have, I have. I've as far as seeing past lives of myself, maybe more than following my family's lineage. Mm. Just my own personal soul journeys have been shown to me in different places. Oh wow! Yeah, some of them I can see why I had to pay some karma back because oh, <laughs> one I was a Japanese warlord that just loved um, killing people. Oh, yeah. you know, that whole thing of slow boiling people in water and listening to their screams and writing poetry to it. And well, were you a Scorpio during that time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. JK. I, I think I finally paid that back, that, that karma for all that. I'm feeling I, I finally brought balance between my male and female energy. Mm. And that's just a beautiful topic, too, that I love to focus on that Carmela helped me with that a lot she uh, did some ceremony with me on the beach and Carmela Watts we're speaking of and um, just doing a ceremony talking to your male as your female and marrying your male like having a ceremony a marriage ceremony on the beach I had one oh wow and my ma masculine talked to my feminine and made a vow of what he could do for me and she did a vow too and it just really really balanced me out now when i'm overtired and i'm just pushing through my male parrot will say no honey you need to rest doesn't matter just take a rest look at you you need to rest you're so beautiful and so intuitive but right now you're going on you know just fumes wow. you're just going on your mind games and so he tells me to calm down he puts me to bed and that's she, so cute. Yeah, and she nurtures all any movement that's going to happen, any direction that's going to happen. She intuitively says, hmm, 
not the right time. Mm, that doesn't feel right. So together, they really make me feel whole, complete. I, I love that. Yeah, so that's a ritual that I've developed as well. And I have a little sacred dance that goes with it. And it's just really beautiful. I love that. I did a lot of work with that, um, with the divine masculine, divine feminine energies. Well, whole life but um but specifically in 2018 and soul school and everything i remember writing something very similar to mm. what you just said mm. of like this dialogue back and forth mm. and it's really healing mm -hmm. it's so healing you know because a lot of times we get wrapped up in the world of the physical of like um you know the lack of oh i don't have this you know and um you know, I know I can get like that. Like, oh, I, I, I want a wife or whatever, whatever. I'm in lack. Like, you know, and, and that's exactly it. And it's like, it's all within. So thank you for bringing that to the table. And I just want to say something else about the masculine and feminine is, and, you know, in um, Ayurvedic tradition, which is the yogi India tradition, you have the two channels that run through the spinal cord, the, which is one masculine and feminine. It's also in the Chinese Okay. On, the, on your back runs the masculine, the yang. Okay. And down the front, it's up the back, and down the front is the female or the yin, and it's attached to different organs. Oh, wow. And in the Ayurvedic tradition, you could picture it like, what do we call this? This is like that sign with the... Um, Infinity? The medical... Oh. The um, oh. snake where you have it looping through. It's like a Celtic weave. Yeah. Like an infinity sign moving... So anyway, the male and the female <laughs> energies meet. They unite in each of the energy centers. They become one for a moment. And then they separate and move up to the next one. And then they become one. So Like kundalini energy. Yeah. So wow. just to visualize that, that you have your male and female already uniting all the way up. And that you can get in touch with that and help make sure that it's connecting well. So that's another aspect of your own personal male and female energy. You know, I, I had a ceremony of myself um, with a meditation um, about that. But it was through the Kabbalah tree of life. Mm. And it was so interesting because I went through um, all the different levels in, in, in marrying myself mm. with these divine masculine and divine feminine energies. It was so complex but so freaking cool to observe. I love it. Like, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Life is magic, isn't it? It's it really so is. magical. And if we can relax and be children about it mm. and wonderment and not fear. Yeah. Because when you're in fear, you're in survival mode. Yep. And survival mode is the beta brainwave, which is very fast firing and chaotic. It's not connecting well. The circuitry is not following through very well. It's going jam, bump, bunk, looking here, looking there, and looping the same thoughts over and over, you know, trying to figure out your solution. And then, you know, the how that goes. Plan B. Yeah. Beta. Beta. Wow. Plan B. There you go. So when we dropped out of beta and go down to alpha, which is the inspiration, that's the aha, oh. What a great idea. Oh, where did that come from? You know, that magical, like Einstein talks about 99% your talk, your thinking, and then there's that moment of inspiration when you're not thinking. It's that same space. Wow. Um, 
So I don't know exactly what I was trying to say there I, about well, inspiration and dropping into the heart. Yeah. Okay. So the heart has is the first thing that's um, created in an embryo. The heart is the first. Really. And that there's more circuitry going from the heart to the brain than from the brain to the heart. So it, the heart is the master. Wow. The, the heart sees the whole picture, feels the whole picture. So I remember when I um, first started meditating, I had my husband had died, and I was really in distress. And I was alone, remotely living. And every time I really couldn't handle it anymore, I would just call out to the universe, crying, please show me, help me. I need to feel connected. I need to know that I'm OK. And then something miraculous would happen. So one day. I'm, I have this outdoor living area under a palapa, which is a thatched roof, looking out in the ocean. And I'm there just howling, crying, feeling alone. And this man walks up my pathway from the beach into my open space. Without saying a word, he looks at me really deeply in my eyes. And I trusted him immediately. And I looked deeply in his eyes. And he sat with me. And he went through all the emotions that I was feeling. First was the despair and grief and hurt and anger and stoicism until laughter. And he went with me on each one of those emotions in his face, in his essence. I could feel it. We cried together until we laughed together. Wow. Not a word ever said, don't know who this person is. You know, like, this was a gift from God. No, That's this is... amazing. And so it turns out that he... Um, was a few miles down the road doing a silent retreats. So he said to me when he did come back, to when we came back to words, he said, I would like to bring my silent retreats to your home. So I had never meditated before, and I'd never been in a what? silent retreat. So he's bringing this to my home three times a year for a couple of years. And um, it was just so life altering. What I want to say about that is that I didn't know how to meditate. So I would sit in silence, and my mind would just be so full of thoughts and saying things to try to convince me that I shouldn't be there, <clears throat> that I shouldn't trust, that you know I should be watching out for danger, whatever. And it was just, and I'd be saying, shut up, shut up. I'm trying to go away. And I was like fighting with my mind so much it was like a boxing match. I actually, my head felt swollen and I got a fever. Whoa. Because I was so in conflict inside. Wow. And so the teacher took me aside and said, you know what? You have to treat your mind like a beautiful little two-year-old. You know, this beautiful child that has all this potential and it just needs to be told that it's okay. Come with me. Take a rest. You don't have to do anything. Everything's taken care of for you. Rest here in my heart is the, the message. So I learned that I could quiet my mind and let it come sit in my heart and just rest and be embraced. And, and that was it. That was the cure-all for my meditation problems. <laughs> I That's started amazing. to, yeah. So wow. I'm going to actually, you know. Work with that. Work with that. Yes. sometimes, like, I can do, like, other type of meditations more active mm -hmm. that's because my brain is so overactive it's doing like a hundred different projects at one time and i love it mm -hmm. i like multitasking but at the same time there are moments where i do want to just sit and be still and it's hard to do sometimes like i i can't tell you how many times i've been at a meditation like that's 
part of the reason like it's hard for me to go on Sundays because it's hard for me to sit still that long. <laughs> well, I think you're misconceiving because it's not like a silent meditation. Mm-hmm. We talk most of the time. We share. People share their tools and their inspiration with each other. And probably only quiet meditation, maybe 10 minutes out of the hour. Oh, really? Yes. So the- It's totally free, and everybody shares their gifts. So the two that I've been to have been longer meditations, but I guess that's exactly what I needed. Mm. And it hasn't fallen in alignment yet for, you know, me. And and it's funny, like, even at the movement sanctuary, anytime there's, like, a time to meditate, oh, guess who walks out of the room? (laughs) And you know what? That's okay. You know, like, that's not... That's the two-year-old. Yeah. doesn't know how to do that. You know, and, and... I used to. That's the thing is I went through soul school. Like mm. there was lots of meditation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess that's not what my soul has been needing. But I'm seeing as we're talking, guess what's probably going to come into my life? Yes. Because we're activating it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? The activations that happen just by a little bit of heart desire and how we're always there for each other. Like the random person comes by and says something that just goes, ah, whoa, I get it now. Or somebody does something kind or whatever. We just, without any plan, we get inspired by each other all the time and helped by each other. Yeah. (sighs) You know, one of the most uh, incredible times of meditating where I felt like I actually did it and it went really, really well and it was the most incredible thing what is that thing in the morning with the, um, uh, like, you wake up at, like, 5 in the morning or something? What is that called? With Dr. Joe, the pineal gland um, activation? It's in the tradition with um, yoga. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about with the the, with the white? Um, why can I not think of the name? But that type the of yoga. The style of yoga? Yeah. Mm. Like, uh... uh why can I think of the name? It's like there always. That's okay. We don't um, need to know the name. But it's just an object then. Um, well, no, no, no. I get that, but it was a form of reference. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Of course. But um, like uh, Rabia is an instructor oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, you got me going. What is Wait, that? Satsang. Not- What's Satsang? Yeah, satsang is just truth telling. That's um, sharing the truth oh, okay. with each other. I don't know. It was in the morning, yes, but I it's no. I know. Like I would I know. go to Yoga Village, and I would wake up, and I would go to this thing, and it was absolutely incredible. Being in the wee morning, you know, oh my goodness, it blew me away. So maybe I just gave myself an idea of mm-hmm. something I need to do is actually wake up early. Well, that's what I've been doing because I've been, um, I don't want to say a devotee, but I've been following Dr. Joe Dispenza. And okay. um, he is a scientist, a quantum scientist, and he brings scientists to the week-long retreats where you meditate hours a day, walking, lying down, um, Oh, wow. All kinds of meditations with really incredible music that is so strong, the frequency, that um, it just it um, wiggles all your cells so that they start to release the old toxic stuff. It really okay. raises the frequency of your cellular system, wow. the music. 
with the meditations. But the point that I was going to make about that is that for the pineal gland activation meditation, he makes us get up at four in the morning because wow. in the darkness, that is when your melatonin is at the strongest level. Oh, wow. And the melatonin, you know, is, is your, it helps you sleep, but it's also connected to DMT with a little change. Okay. By activating your pineal gland, it can turn into a form of DMT, which is a psychedelic, right? Right. It connects you to the cosmic. It takes you out of your reality that we know into lucid dreaming or into the quantum field. Wow. So that's why we get up at that time to meditate, because then you're still in the dream state, but you're awake. Your body's asleep, but your mind's awake is mm. what we try to do. So we'll be doing that meditation and people start to fall asleep. He goes, sit up, come back to me. And then we have to like sit up and do this breath work and oh, then wow. we get to lie down again. And it's just really beautiful. I love it so much. So how does one, um, like for the listeners at home, be a part of this type of thing with... Well, isn't that a coincidence? You should bring that up. <laughs> Starting this Thursday, every other week at the Sunship Transformational Center, I am going to be sharing these techniques and we will be exploring this. We will be diving in deep and we will going down from the beta into the alpha, maybe even into theta. And um, so we'll be practicing these techniques I've been learning. Oh, wow. But as well, it's very important to me to teach self-love techniques, mm. to begin to realize and spend more and more time going inside yourself and seeing what a magical mystery tour within there is that we are these amazing astral earth spaceships oh, wow. walking around with all this power to heal and do everything. We're like a pharmacy within. And then when we get in touch with that by just relaxing and not trying to own it, but just put your attention there and love it and watch, try to become like like a telescope, tele, not a microscopic. Kaleidoscope. What? Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope is a good word for that. Yes, yes, we use kaleidoscopes with Dr. Joe. How cool. Um, but yeah, just the magical mystery tour within is part of what I teach, how to take the time and to get comfortable feeling and seeing yourself inside. And when is that again? Um, that is called self-love techniques. No, no. When when is that? Oh, oh. Okay. Sorry. It's called, it's called a moving meditation, and it starts this Thursday. This Thursday. Yes, which is October seventh. Okay. And it's every other Thursday, so the next one will be the twenty-first. Gotcha. And it starts. Uh, you arrive at six. There is some introduction speaking that I do from six fifteen to six thirty, and then the class starts. The meditations start, and we do lying down walking, sitting up, breath work, visualizations. And I always like to end up with some joyous, playful energy, like that kind of moving meditation of dance-like. Yeah. And then we end with um, honoring all four elements, mm -hmm. the, the fire and the water, and we say prayers to it around the circle to you know make everything healthier. <laughs> So it's a beautiful thing, and every week I'll use different modalities to prep us, our bodies and our minds, into coherence before we go into the deeper breath work and meditations. So. And if guys, if you're curious on where the uh, Sunship Transformational Center is, it's in Palm Harbor. 
And if you go on to Facebook, you can look up the Sunship Transformation Center and um, it will have all of the events and um, you can find her event and many others. Um, I'm actually teaching two classes there as well. Um, and you, they'll have the address and um, you can, you know, come and, and support this beautiful new place to transform yourself mm. this new sacred space yes it has really good energy really beautiful people yeah and um i like to say that uh what i'm offering is to boldly go beyond the predictable into the mysterious Ooh. Mm. you just got my scorpio going <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, magical mystery tour time. I love that. You know, without the drugs, because we have the drugs within us. It really is that, though, you know? I notice for, well, I've never been one to really partake in stuff, because it's all there. Mm. All you have to do is just tap into the frequency. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just so evident. And, like... I don't know. It, it is quite a magical mystery tour. It is. And once we realize that, I mean, then we don't look for stimulation on the outside so much. We're, we're more content, and therefore we're more able to draw what we want to us rather than going out trying to get it. Exactly. Because when you're content and you feel your strength and your power and your mysticism and your magical being then um yeah you will attract what you need you just have to be patient and keep the vision and that's i kind of wanted to say that too because yeah. in this time where um there's been so much upheaval and people have lost their jobs and everybody's trying to find a new way to survive um just to i, I totally believe that um if you're willing to just do whatever comes your way in the meantime, while you're working towards what you want to do, that you'll you'll be in service. Like if you have to take a waitressing job for a minute, or you have to do something what you consider menial and mundane and not your passion, that's okay too. Because if you keep your vision and you, you keep um, visualizing what you want and stay content in yourself with going inside and feeling your magical mystery tour on your free, free time, you know, rather than going out looking for attraction somewhere else, if you spend that time inside, it all will happen for you. You know, for me in my life, I've taken so many odd jobs. I was going to write a book about it because I've had just the most crazy odd jobs in my life because I needed money at a certain point because I'm a free spirit and I don't take straight jobs. And all of a sudden, this crazy job, like cleaning a, a football stadium in Denver or, you know, just I was a chauffeur for a Rolls Royce agency, you know, just odd jobs. That's really cool, though. But they just happen. And I said, I'll take it. I need money. I don't care. It's I'm serving somebody and I'm getting what I need now so I can continue my path. Yeah. So just to relax into whatever you have to do to get by, it all counts up to being a beautiful thing, you know. Just stay focused on your passion. Yeah, so it's funny. Um, I just recorded a live podcast in here about an hour or so ago. <laughs> we talked about just that. Oh. it's it, You feel into energy yeah, so do. well. It's yeah. so great. So, <laughs> but, you know, 
And that's the thing. It's it's our intention and the energy we put towards like that particular job. Like things can illuminate in those spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes, you know, spirit, Hashem, God, whatever you want to call, puts us in those positions so that it can shake things up, mm-hmm. shake shift up mm. so that we can go towards the direction we're we're heading you know and 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 so it's even more divine even though it doesn't look like the path that you think you need to be on to get there (laughs) exactly you know the random place that you were working and that you met that person that helped you you know then get to the next level and just to loving what is yeah that is the art loving what is that's it and and you know sometimes we go through hardships and and hard emotions it is so 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 important to feel all of them Mm -hmm. you know don't like suppress them because all of those emotions are there like rewiring yourself and and that's when you feel gratitude when you get to those spaces and then it transforms you Mm. Mm. yes yes I used to say in the dark night of my soul when I was really in despair and just so, poof, I didn't know what to do. And I would feel like the waves were just big waves because I lived by the ocean and there were big waves. Uh, <laughs> and I just felt like, oh my God, they're just knocking me all over the place and I, you know, I feel like I'm going to die in this, these waves. I can't handle it. So dive deep. Don't be afraid to go down to that dark, deep pool and I like to think of it as um, we all have the same emotions that we feel in life. We all go through the same experiences of loss and happiness and togetherness and loneliness. And each one of those has an emotion with it. And you know, in Chinese, they actually every organ has a physical function and an emotional function too. So like the liver is about anger, kidneys are about fear. So anyway, the yeah. point of that is that when I was diving deep to get away from the waves that would crash over me, I felt that I was diving into the pool of a certain emotion. And I realized the universality of it, that I was diving into the emotion that all of us have to go through. The tears are in there, the waters of the world are in there. And so if you can just get comfortable knowing that you're not alone in this emotion, dive into it, swim through it, knowing that when you come out, you will come out the other side, you can shake it off, and your compassion and your empathy has grown by being in that pool of deep emotion. Does that make sense to you? It totally does. Oh, cool. That's so cool. Cool. I love that. Okay. Mm, A cool pool. (laughs) (laughs) Now I feel like getting that. (laughs) Cool poo, dude. (laughs) Is there anything else you would like to share with us? Um, well, maybe just one more thing. Um, Absolutely. We talked about, um, you know, raising our frequency of our cellular system by um, vibrating with breath work. And um, with that comes, you know, okay, this is kind of maybe a little, I'll try to keep it short. Um, 
We have the subconscious and the conscious. Yeah. And it sort of lies right below in your rib cage. There's like this sort of a wall there that happens. And, and the deep breath, the deep gut yeah. feelings are things that you experience like up until the age of six, seven years old before you had the analytical skills to put it into a compartment in your brain where you can therefore now look at it and make sense out of it. Interesting. Before that, all that stuff just goes straight down without filtering, without any sort of context into your essence, into your tissues, into your cellular system. And that can be traumatic. There can be yeah. traumas that you don't even know you had because they're just, they're not in words, they're not in thoughts, they're in feelings, they're in emotions. And so when you start to open up through the frequency of raising your frequency, moving the energy up your energy channels, then often this door will open and this crazy stuff comes up that scares you. You know, it's like, whoa. So it's just about knowing that you can trust this process. It's just releasing that the darkness is wanting to reach up to the light and the light is bubbling up from the depth. So um, I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's in, in just to not have fear when you have to go through really scary shit, you know, like yeah. just know that you're going to make it through to the other side just by having faith and knowing that it's a process that we all go through yeah. and it's scientific. That's so interesting what you, especially the space that you spoke about this week, I started getting these really weird sensations. It was like, right. Um, so here's my ribs, right? Mm -hmm. Right here. Mm. And it didn't feel like a bad feeling or anything like that as to interpreting, you know what I mean? It just was very weird. And it was like a basketball kept going like, right in that little space and i was like what is going on i just observed it all week any insight well, from that area yeah in the central channel breathing uh, that would be your solar plexus right which has to do with your motor your drive to create things you know to um, personalize the direction you're going with a vision and the power of your own engine. So to me, I would interpret that as like, wow, something wants to really start happening now. You know, the power is going like, okay, we got we got the fuel, we've got the rocket fuel, and now you just you know sort of get out of the way, open up, start start central central channel breathing. It's amazing stuff. Okay, I, I teach that. It's real simple. You can walk around with that all day. You know, I, once you learn it, it's and it just keeps the the channel open so that that little thing doesn't have to vibrate and be in one place. It's just going to go woo, free you up, and then you're going to get some great idea. And you know, that's how I interpret that. So it's funny. That's kind of how I interpreted it too. Mm -hmm. And I was going over. So um, I mean, kind of like going through my Torah portion this this week and and everything and looking at what my sole mission is based off of that specific text and i was looking at the haftorah portion which is after the torah and it was talking about this fuel <laughs> based off of like the oil and i was like mind blown today but i didn't make the connection with this yet mm. and it's i've been getting so much creative energy coming through but i also when i was biking and having this sensation i literally got intuitively you need to open this channel mm. up mm -hmm. wider because something huge is coming through. Yes. 
any i would love to learn this central channel breathing. yes it's quite simple and it'll probably be in my first class so <sighs> if you can come thursday and if you can't make it thursday i'll make sure that when you do come we'll do it okay okay i i have every thursday um a havruta study oh, and ouch. so i'm like that's why i couldn't teach at that time ah, on that day because oh. harmony also asked me on a thursday and then I was like, I can only do Wednesdays. <laughs> ah, I wanted the Wednesday, but I took the Thursday. Now I know why. <laughs> well, I will give you a personal lesson then. Oh my goodness, of that course. would be so amazing. Because really, truly, I've had such a blessed life, and really all I want to do is give, and this is such an incredible time. I mean, we really all need to step up to our higher power and be strong, you know, spaceships, astral spaceships, because... This is an opportunity to break through and have a whole new paradigm. And so I just I just want to share that. I just want to help people raise their frequency so we can all raise our frequency together. Yes, thank you. And We're I would suggest Heart Math Institute has really beautiful tips. They've been um, monitoring the frequencies of the planet um, through different times. Like when during COVID, there was a global meditation around the world timed so it would be the same time you know different time in each country but it was at the same time universally yeah. and they were monitoring the earth's frequency and when everybody did that meditation it just went into this beautiful harmonic smooth vibration of a higher degree so did you see heart math heart math institute in california I'm yeah. This up yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sweet, and they have a lot of you know. For very cheap, you you can say how much you can pay for a subscription, and they have all these little tools. And but anyway, I wanted to say that they've been yeah. So they do brain scans. They work with Dr. Joe at his um, retreats. They they're brain scanning people from the beginning of meditation of the week to the end. Wow. And the changes are so dramatic. And they're also measuring the heart magnetic field. And you can see it expanding. So at these Dr. Joe retreats, there are a thousand people there wow. in this huge building for a week, meditating together with the idea and the intention of raising the frequency wow. of all of us together. And you see it. I've had really beautiful um, visuals, um, not dreams, because it's alive of us rising together. I can just see the frequency shifting until we're all in this beautiful frequency. And they're measuring it. So it's it's shown in science that we raised into a common frequency. It doesn't matter. They, they're testing like advanced um, meditators, novices, and even like the husband who came along with the wife who's staying at the hotel and sitting by the swimming pool with Mai Tais. Even his frequency is raised by just being in the presence of all those that are doing it. So there's so much we can do together now. <laughs> so powerful. Energy speaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very beautiful closing note. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're both holding our hearts. I thank wish you could see it. Burn. We're smiling with our eyes. <laughs> and we're smiling at all of you who are listening because yes. we're all one. And we're all going to raise our frequency together. Mm, yes. <sighs> Om, Om Shanti Shanti, Shanti Om. Om. Thank you all, divine, beautiful souls.
over and out. out.